sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Please hang up and try again. Good morning, and welcome to the Removing Confusion Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Richardson. It is March the 8th, 2021. And we've got a lot to cover today. We've got a lot to cover. But uh, it's March the 8th. We made it. We made it through a whole weekend. The day that the United States Capitol was supposed to be taken over came and went without a whimper. And who started it all? They say it was the Q's, but I think it was the D's that did it. And we'll just leave it at that. We'll just leave it at that. I want to discuss something. It's going to be some newsworthy items that I have picked up along the way. And I also have a Bible verse that goes right along with them. And that's where we're going to start. We're going to start with the Word of God. And we're going to go to Psalm Number 11. Now, there's a lot of wisdom to be found in these books, and that's why they call them the wisdom books. And we are sitting in a fracturing country and really a fracturing world. I do believe that the United States of America may be the last bastion of hope for this world, and we have allowed Cretans to sneak in and to destroy it from within. They've said it for years. We don't, you know, the Russian, what was it, Khrushchev that said, I won't even have to, you know, or Gorbachev, one of them fellows that said, we, we won't even have to go to war with you. We'll take you down from the inside. And that's exactly what's happened. Let's read that, though. Psalm 11, number, uh, verse number 3. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? We may have to go back to that to get the answer, right? I can tell you what the righteous can do. They can get a little bit closer to the Lord. They can do that by finding a good church, forcing sometimes you have to that church to get good. And if it doesn't work, move on. I have sat through more bad sermons than I have good in my day, I think. Men seem to want to gather all the attention to themselves and not disperse it back out the way they should to the Word of God and God himself. He is who you exalt when we stand in the pulpit. I try to do that when I have my chances, and that's what that's what I do here. Even uh, I'm not here to talk about me. I've, I've given my testimony. I've I, and I've 
you know, told some of the stories of things that have transpired throughout life, and that's okay. Uh, but when you make a, a a complete sermon log of all that, you're not doing God's work. So we're going to look at foundations destroyed. Foundations destroyed. I've covered this many, many times, but I'm going to do it again. Uh, the foundations of this nation started to be destroyed shortly after World War II. Now, they were being destroyed even during, because people who like to hold up uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt as being the best president we've ever had, and I've heard people say that, I've had that argument with, uh, with liberals, um, they're wrong. Yes, he was our president during the Great Depression and the uh, World War II. And I've had people that have told me that it wasn't him that brought us out of the Great Depression. He, he, we came out of it re- in, even in spite of him and all of his liberal policies that got thrown in there. Income tax, tax everything, uh, a license to do anything federally mandated and governed and, and on and on. You know, you just, you can't get away from it. So, we have the government starting to go in a a more leftist, liberal bend. And, you know, it's funny. If you go back through and you look, you see these liberals that get in charge, these leftist Democrats, and people do wake up during it because they imagine, oh, things are going to be so much better and I'm going to get all these free things that they're going to hand out to me. And they never see it. They never really see it, or they'll see a little bit, but the other folks over here, the ones who actually get out and vote, start noticing how much they're paying out in taxes, and bam, we're going back the other way. We need to get corporations back in our nation. We need to get these tax codes cut down because liberals love taxes because they spend money. Yeah, so do so, so, so do Republicans. So you know, it's a, it's a, it's a. It's a twofer. Let's look at the foundations, though. That's where I believe a lot of our foundations started to crumble. Was clear back in 1933 and on. Uh, you'd have respites in between, where you know a, a more conservative, harder president would be, or, or party would be in charge. But throughout history, we'll look at. 61, I believe it was, was when marriage became easy to dissolve. You you had to work at it. Now, psh, I don't want to be with you anymore. Okay, let's sign some papers. It's over. It's like a business deal. Abortion showed up in 73. Uh, the TV started to get a little bit more trashy as we went along. You know, uh, how much can we get away with? How much cussing can we do? And now you have full-blown everything, homosexuals and cursing and you know it's it's all uh, uh, pointed out to be funny and to engage us and it's really not either and it shouldn't engage us it's not funny at all it's lost its edge i mean there's things about you know drunks and women that are into all kinds of stuff and you know i don't know it makes you sick Mm-mm-mm. there's been and as we've gone, I mean, and uh, under the great uh, leader Obama, uh, 
the Defense of Marriage Act was pretty much ripped up and thrown away by not Congress, but <laughs> those tw- nine fellows in the robe, well, folks in the robes. And, you know, the thing was when Ruth Bader Ginsburg, when she passed every, oh, she's a wonderful, she's a lion, she's this, she's that, oh, she did so much for women, and she did this and that and the other thing. She was a liberal idiot. What she did, the the very first thing she did when they ripped up the Defense of Marriage Act and the Obergefell Act came in, she was the first one. She had to do a, a gay marriage right there. I think she did right there in the Supreme Court. Oh, look at me, how progressive I am. So there's been this declaration of war. Now, this has been going on since the beginning of time. But as we get nearer, and I'm going to repeat that a lot in the everything I say because I'm a I am a guy who likes to watch the prophecies unfold through everything you see around you. And if you watch, there's been this declaration of war against Christians and Christianity, and now constitutionalists, we can throw them in there. Not all of them are going to be Christians, but the basic war is against Christianity. The devil hates us. The devil wants us taken down. And when you say things like that, people think you're insane. They think you're some kind of loon because you believe in a devil? Of course I do. If you believe in God, you better be able to believe in a devil. And you better be able to believe in an afterlife of either going to a place called heaven or a place called hell. There you go. That's my Baptist sermon for today. People are just not catching on quick enough. They they do in these spurts, like I say, you know. That's how we got Trump. I always told people, you have four years. Come on. Use it. Use it wisely. Don't sit around on your laurels saying, ah, we won. He's going to be in for eight years. Well, they fixed that too. And we all know it was fixed. There's Lieutenant General, I think it is a Lieutenant General, Tom McInerney, that that basically says it. It's right there. There are documents coming down right now of how they do the things they do and how they get away with them, and it's disturbing. It's disgusting is actually what it is. Look, I had a tree in my backyard. I don't know if I talked about this already. I may have, that rotted. And it didn't rot from the bottom, it rotted from the top. Let's not forget that. Trees tend to do that. They'll Maybe they got hit by lightning or maybe the wind snapped something off and then the inside starts to rot and it starts at the top and works its way down and then the root system gets eaten up and a good wind comes along and it's gone. Oh, gone. Knocked down. Then you got a nice mess to clean up, trust me. A 30-foot oak, or not, it wasn't an oak, it was a maple. I think it was about 30 foot was left of it, maybe. And <laughs> she was big one around. She's about 8, 10 feet around. It took a, it looked like a moon crater when that root system came up. And again, that's it. The roots are getting rotted now. Things are happening from the top to the bottom, and as it goes further down, you know, we can change the top out once in a while and get something in there that's new and fresh. That's the difference between uh, 
a nation and a tree. But when the roots get ripped up, it's only a matter of time before it's going to all crash down. We're going after everybody. You know, everybody. Clarence Thomas, I guess, did a, uh, I don't know, some kind of a documentary or, or, or something. It was on Amazon. They took him out because he's too conservative. This is a African-American Supreme Court justice who can't even have his, you know, half hour or an hour on Amazon. They take him out. He's not, he's not fitting with our agenda. Foundations are shaking. Dr. Seuss, folks, and, you know, I don't know much. I didn't know much about the, about the good doctor himself. Uh, you know, and it's funny. He was about as much a doctor as Bill, Jill Biden is, but he was he, that. Was, he was a. He, I loved his stuff. I loved it. You know, I I really did. I, as a kid growing up, you know, how many times did I read a a, a Cat in the Hat and the and the uh, um, Green Eggs and Ham, one of my favorites, Sneeches, the Lorax, Horton Hears a Who. The Grinch. Are we going to do away with the Grinch because he was green? Probably not. He, he's safe. He is green. If you're green, you're good. So <laughs> the, the, the Grinch is in. But everything else, it's gone by the wayside. Amazon, that's something else. I, and you know, I'm a Prime member. I'm not going to lie. I have it, and I've had it for years. I do like a lot of the stuff that I find on Amazon Prime. I hate paying them for it, but... You know, the streaming service is very good. It's also got bad, but, you know, you you pick what you can do in between. A lot of good history stuff there, and, you know, maybe I will consider moving on to the History Vault or something like that. But, you know, it's just unfortunate that they have to be so liberal and progressive. They had a uh, – they changed their – their uh, logo the other day. And what it was, it was supposed to be a little square with their big smile thing. And it had uh, like the tape come across the box. You know, if you can picture it, I I can't do pictures here. Um, I'm not a video podcaster, but you know, it had the tape and it had the little squiggly line across the bottom of the tape. So it looked like you ripped it off, you know, and somebody said, Oh, it looks like Hitler's mustache. Boy, they changed it. They had to change. They changed it overnight and made it just a flat, you know, (laughs) that's how touchy these people get. And, you know, the fact of the matter is they'd be a lot more in line with Hitler than they are with the the real American values that we have. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. Texas and Mississippi, I think everybody knows by now, but I'm going to say it anyway. They open up their, uh, they open up and unmask. They opened up and they unmask. You don't have to wear a mask in Texas and Mississippi anymore. You can gather where you want to. You can gather as much many people as you want to. Your churches aren't closed. Your bars, your restaurants, your everything. It's open. Texas, USA, right? Good governor. Standing up. I'm sure that that will save him a lot because Biden will never go to Texas now or Mississippi. 
But, of course, you have the corporate trolls that come swooping in with their progressive leftist, Black Lives Matter, all the other stuff, the Antifa, that they want to fork all your money into. You know, Walmart, I think it was $100 million they gave to Black Lives Matter projects. But anyway, there's like 14 different corporations. I'm going to name a few, and they're, they're going to shock you. They are not. But they, they say, you won't come in our store no matter where you're at in Texas without a mask. You will mask up before you come in. I'll tell you what, there's a lot of places you can shop. Okay? Maybe that'll open up some new doors, right? Target. Kohl's, Kroger, my favorite, and that's sarcastic as I can say it, Starbucks. I hate your coffee. I hate your politics. I'll never step into a Starbucks establishment. Every time I see one go up, I say to the wife, that's just what we need. Another place to divvy out sock-infused coffee. Where was that? Toyota. I own a Nissan. Hyatt, the Regencies, Walgreens, Costco, Costco. Now, I wonder if Sam's is going to catch on and say, now we're going to squirt a bunch of business out of Costco and right over to us. CVS and Macy's. I know Macy's about done it as far as I know anyway. These people are saying, no, we don't care what the governor says. You'll wear what we tell you when you come in our store. Well, hey, you know, you have that right. And, you know, the thing is, is governor's not saying take your mask off and never wear it. He's saying you wear it, you know, you're free. Do as you wish. If you want to wear it, wear it. I, if I tell you what you tell me, I don't have to. I'm getting out of it as quick as I can. I'm, I, I try not to wear it anymore and I have to anyway. I really do. There's a pretty long thing I'm going to read here in a minute, but I want to touch on a few other things about the genetic modification technology, also known as the coronavirus inoculation. If I call it a vaccine, I'm going to get ripped to shreds by those who say, it's not a vaccine, it's not a vaccine. I know it's not. Leave me alone. Write your messages and your comments. I love that, though. If you want to write me a comment, I'm I'm, I'm all for it. I, I love to interact with people that are listening. Moderna says that they can do whatever they want to the human genome. What's a human genome then? That's your DNA. They are at the advanced stages right now with DNA. I mean, if you, if you keep track, we, we watch uh, a lot of these true crime shows where they, they show the progression through the years of DNA. You know, they, they solve crimes from 40 years ago with, you know, Hopefully they saved some of those items that were used if they're blood-soaked or if there's other fluids on there they or hair or whatever. They can take that now. And, I mean, it used to be, you know, well, we can pinpoint it to this guy because it's one in 17 trillion. Or, you know, they'll, they, they do their thing. I saw the other day where they can actually uh, take that, follicle of hair or the blood or whatever they can build a profile to the point where they can make they can figure out what you look like by using all the uh uh it, it builds 
behind it, your your regional um, heritage and all that kind of stuff. And they, you know, you know, he's probably got red hair. Okay, he's probably got this, that, or the other thing. It'll be this so big, and you know, I mean, it's it's amazing, scary, and amazing. But they they say they can manipulate genes as much as they want to. The shot should go forth and foremost being known as an antibody-dependent enhancement. Because that's what it does. Now, there's a lady. Her name is Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. I'm sure I won't be able to get her on with me, but I'm going to try. I'll give her a whole hour to sit here and talk to us about this non-vaccine shot. Uh it's got stuff in there that you can't believe. Here's, here's one thing that she brought out. I was listening to her. She was on with Alex Jones. Polyethylene glycol. Polyethylene glycol. That's pretty close, you know, for a, a layman like me to say that's pretty close to being antifreeze. And that's what, that's what Jones said. But she says, well, not quite. It's in all kinds of stuff, and when you, it's supposed to be an inert kind of a thing that they add to a lot of medical stuff, that you, a lot of your pills, a lot of your injections, a lot of everything that they do has this stuff in it. You go in, and uh, this is her words. She says, go to Wikipedia. I'm not a fan of Wikipedia all the time, but it's pretty good, and I went there myself. I checked it out. It's in all kinds of stuff. It's in your food. It's in everything. And a lot of people, just like the whole gluten thing that's going on in the, in the world today, are allergic to polyethylene glycol. So they give you a shot that's like one of the carriers is polyethylene glycol, and boom, you get anaphylaxis. And if they can't treat you right there, you're going to drop dead. And some people have. I don't know the numbers of how many people have dropped over dead right after getting the shot, but a lot of people have died from it, and they're not going to let you know about it. They are not. Nope. That is a scary situation with this inoculation, this antibody treatment, this gene therapy drug that they're injecting into people by the hundreds of millions is what they want to. I don't like it. This girl says, lady, she says that we don't know how long it'll take for it to start messing people up. It could be six months, six days, six months, or 20 years. But sooner or later, it's going to cause people to have severe autoimmune deficiencies and diseases. You know, in in Australia already, they stopped giving people the COVID-19 gene therapy drugs because people that were getting it were then testing positive for HIV. If you don't remember what that is, it's the uh, uh, thing that leads to AIDS. Human, is it human, human infected infectio virus or whatever. But yeah, people were coming up HIV positive after taking the shot. They say even now that there's a very good possibility that those who have been injected with this antibody gene therapy, 
will be, they, they test positive for the coronavirus. And we don't know how inert that is. So you could be around someone who can flash their little badge at you and say, hey, I got the shot, I'm good, shake my hand, and you get it because now they're a carrier. We don't know that for a fact yet because too much is not known. When you don't know, stay away. Let's get back to the foundations, what I was talking about before. Foundations. You know, we touched on the, the things that have kind of devolved in our nation over the last 60 years. And they're not going to get better, folks. Not right now. Because if you read your Bible and you understand how God operates, he has these moments where we get a respite of things. But I believe just like the the length of the res, of the problem seems to get quicker and quicker, the length of those respites are sl- are quicker and quicker. We just had them. You know, where nobody tried to grab your guns. Nobody tried to, you know, do this or that to you. Now, the, the last year of Trump wasn't too good because of the COVID, and he listened to his little troll, Dr. Fochi, and locked us all up. And how many people died as a result? Okay, anyway, there's a lady by the name of Naomi Wolf. I wish I would have wrote down the name of her book. Hey, just duck, duck, go, Naomi, N-A-O-M-I, Wolf, W-O-L-F. She wrote a nice article. She's written a book, and she's giving you a, a pretty good excerpt of her book for free. It's a t- PDF download. You can download that onto your iPod, your phone, your computer, and read it. I have it on my pot, pad, op, iPad. Because that's the easiest way for me. I can't stand to sit in front of a computer screen and read a book. It just drives me nuts. Uh, but that's just my own thing. She says, in the U.S., we now have emergency measures in many states which suspend due process of law. This is a hallmark of a police state. COVID-19 is invoked as a reason for the introduction of emergency law, but there is no end point for fitting these emergency or lifting these emergency laws. See that? They're they're in place but no no end site. No 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 end site except for places like Texas, USA and Mississippi, America. The rest of us are still living in the COVID-19 SSR or whatever we want to call it. Some of this stuff is is very deep and we may go over it again. Later, I just want to go through it real quick because this is this is t- this is big stuff to me. The closure of schools, which breaks the social contract, or so, so, yeah, social contact with the next generation. I, I want to hit that too. Uh, they call them the alphas. I think I wrote it down somewhere. Uh, the alpha generation. I think that's the next generation on its way up. And these kids, I'm telling you, you know, when I grew up. I did all kinds of crazy stuff. I did things I shouldn't have done. I went to things I shouldn't have went to. But I had the opportunity, and I could have said, no, I don't want to go see Aerosmith, but I did. Or, no, I don't want to see Ted Nugent, but I did. I'm kind of glad I did because Ted's fun. He's a little vulgar, but he's fun. Uh, And, that you know, I'm not, okay, Christian, don't get mad at me. I'm just saying, you know, I lived a life. I had the opportunity to make good and bad decisions. 
The alpha generation, listen, think about what they're going to lose out on. First of all, all their communication skills are ending up on Zoom and other uh, screen-oriented things. Uh, no, you know, when they go to school, these kids are socially distanced. The masks are on them, you know, so they they can't get the the idea of of you know laughing with each other except through the it drives me crazy when I talk to a kid that's you know less than fifteen and he's masked up and I can't we I just take it off if you if I catch it from you I catch it you don't have to worry young man you're or lady you won't catch if I have it but I will so I'm worried I'm not worried about it the Lord will look out for me I mean, you think about it, the, the things that they're going to lose out on right there alone. That right there alone has caused more suicides amongst our youth because they're they're isolated and, and it's depressing for them and they're losing out on life. This is the part of life that you should enjoy the most is growing up. You have the safety, hopefully, not always, but you have the safety and security of your family. You know, some families aren't all that safe and secure. We know this. But you know what I'm saying? Overall, for the most part, a, a normal, adaptive young person is going to have... These are the years to enjoy. Yes, you may have a mother hen that, you know, puts you, you know, helicopter mom that won't, you know, hovering over you all the time. But, you know, you get out to play and you your friends are there and, you know, you get into fights if you have to. You know, you go to a concert if you want to. There are none, except in certain places. Tennessee, I think you can go to a concert now. I'm sure Texas and Mississippi will probably be flooded with them. Florida's very soon to join that. But, you know, I live in Ohio, and, you know, an hour 15, an hour and a half drive to Cleveland, and we saw all the greats from the 70s and the 80s. You know, they're, they're just, you know, the good bands, you know, back in the day when music was music. But now these kids can't even go to something like that. They're missing out on it. A movie, for crying out loud. It's all going to be on the screen in front of you. So they're losing out with all that. They, they're, they're loss of human contact. And then they fall into despair. They, they have no fellowship. You know, it, it just, it's, it's, a, it's a, a, a vicious cycle of depression. And, you know, depression is nothing good. It, it is nothing good. We all have depressed days. Here in Ohio, it's March the 8th, and it's supposed to be 60. No reason to be depressed today, but tomorrow will be 30. Oh, man, you know, back to Bummerville. But, you know, we don't get to the point where we can't handle it because those things change. When you're, nothing ends in sight for these poor kids to get out with their buddies and, and enjoy life unmasked, for God's sake. Get the thing off these kids. I think it looks stupid, and so does everybody else except for the retards down there in Washington, D.C. I'm sorry I used that word, but that's okay. Of people like Biden and Harris and all the other ones and Pelosi that force people into these pieces of cloth which do nothing. Got on my little soapbox there, but that's okay. My show, my box. 
They're uh, actually looking at bills being passed for vaccine passports, passports which bypass the Fourth Amendment to the Constitution. I'm not going to read the whole thing here because I know I'm getting into overtime. But this is uh, step one, emergency measures in many states which suspend the process of law. Two, closures of schools which break social contact with the next generation. Bills being passed for vaccine passports. Number four, forced closures of businesses. Well, we've already been through that, and some still are, which wrecks our economy. I want to read this in depth because there's things in here that she's put that are just phenomenal. If I, I've been watching a lot of these old uh, Nazi documentaries, you know, the, the World War II documentaries, and it, it, the things that the Nazis did to begin with, you know, they chipped away a little bit at a time. Uh, number five, restrictions on assembly. Look, there you go. California, you know, not allowed to go to church. Blah, blah, blah. Supreme Court ruling against states forcing churches to close. Now, that was a good thing. The, you know, they stepped up and said, you can't close. But then the governor would come back and say, well, you okay, you don't have to close, but you can only have 10 people there. Well, down the street at the uh, uh, casino, 50% capacity, and there's 1,000, 10,000 people, whatever. And number six, forced face coverings. In Massachusetts, people are fined if they are not wearing masks outside, even children as young as five. They have a thing, there's a video, you can look it up, of a Hasidic family with a a one-and-a-half-year-old on a Frontier Airlines flight. And I don't know where they were headed, but uh, the kid, the little baby, wasn't wearing a mask. They threw these people off the plane. They tried to explain, it's just a baby. He, he's not going to keep it on even if I put it on. And it could cause that kid indefinite problems. I mean, aren't they? They're so stupid. Suppression, suppression number seven, suppression of big tech, of, of free speech by big tech companies, censoring all their critics of COVID-19. There's a lady that was interviewing a guy on YouTube. Forgive me for not remembering who he was. But uh, as soon as he mentioned anything against the COVID-19 shot, she pulled her mic back, and she's a right-wing YouTuber, which you're not going to be there very much longer, sister. Roll on over to Rumble or BitChute or somewhere else. But she pulled her mic and says, oh, no, no, can't say anything against the vaccine or they'll take my channel down. There you go. There's no free speech in YouTube, which is owned by Google. Science is being hijacked in the interest of biofascism, something we will definitely have to go into later. By heavily funding scientific commentators such as Dr. Fochi in the United States, uh, Imperial College and Sage in the UK, and Dr. Christian Drosten, in Germany, a dominant set of policies and pronouncements about COVID-19 that benefit a small group of bad actors. There you go. So if you say anything against Fochi, you're out. I got to watch. I'm on Anchor. They're owned by Spotify. I could get in some deep stuff if anybody's ever listening to me. 
Data is being hijacked to serve the interests of biofascism. This biofascism, I wrote a lot of notes about it uh, on here because it's it, it's something I never heard of, but it makes a lot of sense. Attacks, this is number 10, attacks on religious minorities, uh, Orthodox Jewish community in Brooklyn and Christian churches in California are singled out for punishment if they don't follow the COVID-19 rules, not laws, rules. Number 11, policies that weaken bonds between human beings and weaken the family being introduced and policed. This is the most serious development of all, she says. Naomi Wolf, look that up. Just type in Naomi Wolf. and I I didn't write the name of the article down here, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a good article. And she's got a the, the book excerpt is well worth the PDF download where she she wrote the book, I believe, in 2008. And the things that she wrote are happening right in our faces today. So, you know, some people get mad at guys that that tell you, hey, watch for economic collapse. Now, if they if they tell you it's going to happen on this date at this time in this year, and it doesn't happen, well, they're wrong. I've listened to a lot of people who have spouted about economic collapses and other things that, you know, they didn't give a date. They just keep telling you, look, we're going more and more into debt, and now as we draw near to $28 trillion in debt, I guarantee you, uh, we're getting to the point where we're going to be like Nazi Germany or what was it, uh, the Weimar Republic, Weimar Republic, where Wiener Republic, <laughs> get your German right, Tom, where, you know, you took a wheelbarrow of cash to the store to buy a loaf of bread. When you came back out, somebody stole your wheelbarrow and left the cash laying on the ground. The marks were worth nothing. They were worth nothing. The wheelbarrow was worth something. See that? Invest in wheelbarrows. Invest in uh, things that you can hold in your hand. I'm just being funny with the wheelbarrows, but uh, if you can get things that you can hold in your hand, don't look at portfolios and say, well, I own silver, I own gold. Uh, the first thing I ask somebody who says that is, where's it at? Well, it's in, you know, my guy's got it. He doesn't. He's given what they're doing, and this is something that I'm well out of my depth to even explain. But just like a few weeks ago or whatever, when they did the uh, GameStop Reddit run, they had oversold the GameStop 140,000 or 140%, sorry. The same thing's happening with silver. The one ounce of silver has been sold four times or 400 times. Who knows? That means that one ounce is all there is. One ounce of actual silver is all there is, but they've oversold it over and over and over and over and over and over again. You get the idea. So that piece of silver, if you have the piece of silver, it's worth something. When people call for their silver, these people are going to be scrambling. And if all of them call for it at the same time, there's no way to fill it. It's just like when you go to the bank and say, I want my money. And if you've got a significant amount of money in the bank, well, first of all, you're blessed by God. And, but secondly, they're going to say, you know, say, say it's, you know, 50, 60,000. That's a lot of money. You go in and say, I want my money. They're going to say, we don't have it. It'll take us a while to get it together, two or three days. 
And then they're going to want to send the FBI after you to see why you want your money. I put it in your hands to hold it and do what you do with it, which is usually not good what they do with it because they oversell your money. Things are not good. Let's read, a, let's read that psalm again, okay? I'm going to read the whole thing. It's real short, only a few, few verses. In the Lord I have put my trust. Now say ye to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain. For lo, the wicked bend their bow. They make ready their arrow upon the string that they may privily shoot at me. Up, or sorry, shoot at the upright in heart. They may shoot at the upright in heart. If the foundations be destroyed, who can be... Who can the righteous, goodness gracious, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in, it is in his holy mountain. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold, his, eyelid, his eyelids try the children of men. The Lord trieth the righteous, but the wicked and him that Loveth wicked or loveth violence, his soul, his soul hateth. Upon the wicked he shall rain snares, fire and brimstone, and in horrible tempest. This shall be the portion of their cup. For the righteous Lord loveth righteousness, his countenance doth behold the upright. Sorry I stumbled through that. i got to get my bigger print Bible up here. But folks, that's the gist of it. Did you read Psalm 11? Again, you just saw how quickly I went through it and I was stuttering. Read Psalm 11 and uh, let it sink in because it's a good, it's a, you know, it's a psalm, it's good, yeah. But folks, we need to understand where we're at now. March 8th, 2021. Make it your beginning day. You don't know the Lord. He's waiting. Folks, if you listen to me and you think I know what I'm talking about or you enjoy it, please share. Pass it on. Let's get people engaged here. I'll take anybody. All comers are welcome. Have a great day. It's Tom Richardson with Removing Confusion Podcast.